that? Welcome to Maximum Anything. Welcome, listeners. I'm Ronnie Farella. We have Sean Rammers. Hello. Andrew Saragossi. Howdy. And we're all here to tell you about Maximum Anything. We are in Melbourne. We're in the southwest pocket of Brunswick in Melbourne, Australia. And uh, Sean, what is Maximum Anything? Uh, so we're a regular-ish ser- performance series. Um, this is our, We're about to present our second performance for the year um, on the 9th of December, uh, which happens at Cross Street. We also play basketball before the gigs, during the gigs, after the gigs. It's very important um, part of very what, important what we part. are. Very important part. Very much. Um, uh, we do record and CD swaps as well and book swaps during the thing. Swaps? Swaps. No, no, no cash, no money. No money, just swapping. Swaps. And just... Uh, Great. And then music, trying to present exciting um, music from around Melbourne and Australia. Fantastic. Yeah. And we'll talk about our uh, very special guest who is from Australia, and but great. not from Melbourne. Not from Melbourne. Um, but before that, um, I was going to ask one more thing. Where can people find us, Sean, if they, before they come to Cross Street to see our gig? That's a fantastic question. We have a uh, website which is linked to Substack, which is MaximumAnything.com, very simply. And there you can sign up, uh, chuck in your email address, it's free. And you can just find out everything about us straight into your inbox. Um, and get all the all the inside scoops. There might be some interesting writing from people at points, and yeah, lots of great stuff. Fantastic. Um, so, Brody McAllister is our guest, Andrew, and I think you're best suited to talk. Tell us to set the audience up for this. That's true. I've known Brody for a long time. Um, I'm from Brisbane, and Brody is from Brisbane. Uh, Brody's an amazing musician, composer, improviser, tromboner. Tromboner. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, and he runs an excellent label called Made Now Music. And they've done some amazing work uh, for the past five years. So they've kind of celebrated their birthday earlier this year. And it's kind of amazing. I always find it amazing when people do... Um, Unthanked work. Unthanked work. <laughs> and Brody has done a shitload of that in his yeah. life. But he loves doing it and he's a very inspirational person and uh, music maker. So we're very excited to have him on on this podcast and also to uh, present a whole day of music on the 9th of December uh, as part of our next uh, performance yeah. in, in the series, uh, which features... Uh, a lot of great Melbourne acts who have um, had records out on on Made Now Music this year. Mm. Um, I'm afraid I can actually name them all. So obviously, I hold Lions Paw. I hold Lions Paw. Um, Brody's actually presenting a uh, a version of his large ensemble piece called Wattle, lovely with a mixed uh, Brisbane and Melbourne crew. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's going to be an album launch of a band that I play in called called Gar. Which is uh, Dylan Vanderscape's uh, kind of baby with with uh, myself, Peggy Lee, and Andrew Dew. Um, throw some names at me. I think Ash Ballett's doing a solo set. Helen Swoboda's Helen's doing a yep. solo set. Uh, Pat Jaffe's doing a solo set. Um, Callum Mincis and Theo Carbo are doing their duo Mortlake. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Andrew Andy Dew's doing his trio. They they put out a really great album this year. Right. And they haven't played it live ever, so this wow. is going to be oh, fantastic. really really great. Um, there's probably others that I'm missing. Oh, uh, the rest of silence is playing as well. The rest of okay, silence is right fantastic. Here. I think that's it with Flora. With Flora, Flora Cabo. With Flora yeah, Cabo. Right. Um, but people can go to the to, website. Yeah, that's right. Maximum All the info is there. Subscribe and yep, you will find subscribe. out. Yep. Um, but I think uh, we could get on with the show. I think so. Get yeah. guest. And yeah. I, and just to, um, I suppose this is our first podcast. We can talk a little bit about what it is we do. And I think Andrew, what you said is what we're about. This um, inspiration from what Brody does, working in the community, mm-hmm. making things happen. Okay, so uh, let's um, invite our guest, Brody McAllister. Hello. Thanks for inviting me onto the podcast.
the the very first one. You've started with a strong guest, obviously. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Clearly. And, yeah, um, we wanted to get it right. Yeah, this gig is going to be wildly good. I've already said it's going to be the best gig of the year. So if people are hearing this before the gig, great. You should buy tickets because it's going to be very good. And for those that yeah. are listening afterwards, Definitely you missed out tickets. on the best gig of the year. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Tell us a bit about what's going to happen because this has been really fun. Brody and Brody and I are best friends, so it's been very, very <laughs> fun putting this whole thing together uh, between this initiative and Brody's um, awesome label, Made Now Music. So, Brody, you want to just tell us a bit about the label um, and what you're doing and maybe just about the gig and who's playing and why they're playing um, on <laughs> December the 9th. Okay. Um, sounds good. Um, the label is Made Now Music. <laughs> Uh, we're an independent label based in Brisbane, uh, but obviously we're global. I, w- I would have said national, but we are global. Two international artists, um, no big deal. Yeah, no, nah, huge actually, huge. <laughs> yeah, 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 nah, I don't want to brag. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah, we're pretty, Just pretty, saying. Pretty good. Yeah. Uh, um, but yes, the the label is community-focused, Um in the way that it definitely started as uh, just a platform for, there was a lot of really good creative juices flowing around Brisbane uh, the six, seven years ago that it started. And no one was doing anything. So I got together with a couple of friends, uh, Caleb College being one of them. And we started Made Now, which started as a concert series similar to Maximum Anything, and it grew into a label, mm. an award-winning label, a two-time award-winning label. <laughs> um, and, and what award is that? Yeah, yeah, they are, are they different, they're different awards. <laughs> I don't, I don't, uh, Ronnie, look, that was a passing joke. Don't make me ever explain the awards, all right? Awards are silly. Um, yeah, so don't worry about them. We have to get the fact checker onto it, yeah. Uh, one of them was the, um, it's the State Luminary Award for Queensland from the APRA, the APRA Art Awards. Mm-hmm. And then the other one was a, a Community Hero Award, which is an award uh, that's made in conjunction with the Brisbane Festival. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. That's, they're like, they're the awards you'd want. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel like they meant yeah. they could mean. Yeah, something. I mean, I was humbled, humbled by them. Yeah, but um, we nice. should abolish awards. Full stop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Unless sure. they're in school, yeah, I yeah, think yeah. kids yeah. should get awards. Yeah. I think that's great. But once you get out of school, why do I need an award? I get, yeah. I, I have a job. I get paid. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I don't need more things. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And you're choosing. Yeah. Well, actually, that was that was your question as well, Andrew. Well, yeah. yeah. We might as well the bigger, get yeah. straight into into this thing. Is like, why the fuck do you even bother doing any of the things that you do? Because yeah, we're yeah, involved yeah, if in. If you don't want awards, <laughs> yeah. that's right. Yeah, like if, if awards aren't, aren't aren't the reason that you do the things yeah. you do, what's left? Yeah. yeah. Um, no, I just just mean because we're all like in this kind of, you know. We're used to playing shows to very few people or like we're on like the kind of fringes of of scenes or fringes of 
society yeah. <laughs> just because of, of the music that we're into. Um, so it does take a certain kind of person to actually want to put in extra work that is, is uplifting other people in a community and not, not just themselves. So why do you do it and what do you get out of it? And are there moments that make it worth it for you? Or what are those moments? Because I know that, that obviously there are. That's a loaded question. It's not. Um, in, a, in a way, it is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now now, now point, I think actually. about it, great question. question. <laughs> um, um, <laughs> why do I do it? I, a, long, a long time ago, I'm 30. That's not long at all. In fact... There isn't. No, there is no long time ago. Yeah, well... There is a new 20. You know, no, there is. If we look at humanity on a scale, what is a long time? It's not 30 years. <laughs> anyway, I'll get back to the question. Yeah. Um, wh- why, <laughs> why do I do it? I think, yeah, because a while ago, for whatever reason, I came up with this uh, set of kind of... Uh, I called them design and aesthetic principles, but really they're just like they're like a dot point on how I want to make work, have work made. And in a way, I feel like this list is actually like one of my favorite things that I've ever like, that's like my favorite bit of output from you. Cause it's kind of yeah. like, an, I don't, let's not use the term manifesto. Let's not have me, what's, what's a guy about. alone in a room <laughs> use the term manifesto. All right. Uh, <laughs> that's, but yes, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like that's, yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's gonna, that's wise. gonna go yeah. real smooth on the pod, um, on the potty. <laughs> um, but look, I appreciate that. Uh, clearly, you've not listened to any of my music, but that's cool. <laughs> but yeah, I wrote this uh, this set of principles, guiding principles, uh, and I can't remember what led me to do it, but the the main focus was, you know, I was fresh out of uni. And I was thinking about, okay, well, what's, what's the kind of, uh, what's the musician I want to be seen in the future and what's the kind of cultural landscape look like in the future and how do we get there? And uh, the second you do that on any level, you realize that um, self needs to dissolve and service needs to come to the forefront. So that's you, what you do as an individual is not... Uh, as of greater importance as it is what we do as a collective. And then uh, the kind of the biggest caveat in this, in this design and aesthetic principles was if you can, you must. So that's kind of the belief of if you have the, if you have the capacity, if you have the resources, it's kind of your duty. Duty is a weird word, but it's your, um, I don't know. I don't know what the word is there, but it, it makes sense to me that you would work towards serving others than you would yourself. Does that does that make sense, or did I get lost in the source somewhere? There? Of course it does. Yeah. yeah. No, I think, no. think duty is a good word for that too. Yeah. 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 yeah as a, a sense of service. Yeah. 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 I'm trying to. Uh, I've tried to figure out a way yeah. to kind of word that response without it sounding like i'm a you know a part of a church or a cult um i'm i'm not but if maiden art turns into a cult you'll understand why um because it's got that real sense about it <laughs> um 
It's more money yeah. in cults. And yeah, yeah. yeah. Churches. Oh, you, oh, you do yeah, get that tax, get that tax exemption. exemption. Yeah, no tax. Exactly. That's yeah. The <laughs> yeah. No, not with cults, surely. Uh, if, you um, call you, if you call yourself scientist. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Um, All right. Yeah. But yeah, the, that, that vaguely answers the first half of the question, why, why I do it, because it, yeah, again, it, it seems like the second you think about it, it just makes sense. And I think a lot of people are kind of in this mindset and kind of bracket at the moment um, where we've all we've all cottoned on to going, why why were we only, you know, 10, 15 years ago, why were we all just having pissing contests and, and cutting, um, cutting hard shapes on each other over gigs mm-hmm. when we could be kind of moving towards uh, harmonious music, not necessarily tonally, but harmonious in the in the energy and then that's kind of um expanded out culturally i think everyone goes yeah well why why aren't we working together why yeah it it just makes sense yeah and broadly can is there is there something that's changed um in the scene that you know like say people have cottoned on now is it in a way even less support from the from the outside or from the what should we call it the you know the the institution or the 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 ecosystem that's not the musicians yeah yeah i'd say promoters yeah yeah i would say that 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 maybe is a driving force behind it is i mean we're seeing it um globally politically uh, in a in a in a smaller or bigger sense, however you think about it, but you you see it in that way of people are losing faith in institution and turning towards each other in a big way. I mean, that's what we saw during COVID. You know, all of a sudden you went, oh yeah. crap! Uh, you know, local community friends support networks are a lot more important than we gave the credit for pre uh, disaster, <laughs> pre pandemic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I think I think it is that. Um, yeah. Also, you know, maybe it's just you know things swinging roundabouts. Maybe it's just uh, we're becoming more empathetic, more open uh, in in this period of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the, time, the time has come in the sixties, uh, and then and then we went. Whoa. Yeah, and so maybe this is just uh, the return of that with you know. I, I, I don't know any hippies. I don't know what they were like. I imagine they were cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I know what you're saying. I, I'm also fascinated about the the Brisbane scene. Look, I, I grew up in Adelaide and I've been in Melbourne for 30-something years. Um, but I've always been really interested in the, the output from Brisbane. Could you, can you kind of yeah. speak on how you see that, the, the improvising, the, I suppose, the experimental yep. music scene? It's always been really strong. Mm. And like getting to know Andrew here, it's like I feel like you're a, a Brisbane Brisbaneite in you know 100%. amazing and Swamp yourself City. your group, Swamp City right or die you know really strong musicianship, but really also really um, kind of creative and and um, not kind of class iconoclastic, but um, mm. you know really your own you're doing your what own thing. What was that? Iconic. Iconoclastic. Wow. That's yeah, great we won't go there. Yeah, okay. yeah. We won't use manifesto or a kind of classic. <laughs> uh, we'll scrub. We'll scrub those words. <laughs> no, no, but it's not. It's <laughs> like when I listen to what you guys play, I just feel like, wow, where, where does this come from? And in a beautiful way, it's like, wow, this really feels um, of its own. Yeah. From its yeah, own yeah. place. 
What do you think, Andrew? What do I think? Yeah. I, I want to let Brody respond to that. Because okay. actually, I think Brody uh, was very influential on my music making, um, like from a certain point when we started like hanging out a lot more. It was probably like, for me, like in terms of peers and like friends that I was making stuff with and just like people influential on me, it was like probably mm. Tom Robb, who's a really great drummer mm-hmm. in Hobart, who introduced me to lots of music and we used to, he, we would, play every week just improvising together and then Brody just we didn't we never really played that much together um creative music we have since and done like some really cool projects together but um Brody and I would talk a lot about music and Brody kind of got me into the world of uh I guess improvising outside of the genre of jazz yeah or like having that as like the the thing that you're that that grounds you and finding different sounds on your instrument and yeah um things like that so yeah i think brody's probably better to talk about it but he he was you've actually been extremely influential on probably the musician that i became whether, I didn't. whether you realize that and or not. what a what a humbling testimony that is have you is everyone listening to this <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, not work, he's not working a great deal here <laughs> in melbourne yeah <laughs> He's Just so kidding. good, man. His yeah. his sensei must be great. <laughs> we'll take out sensei too. Actually, yeah. bleep it, bleep it all. It'd be great if just halfway through the podcast, <laughs> just bleeping words yeah, we need- with no context. Is it that that should be yeah. your bit? Yeah. That should be your bit. Is there a yeah. bit? Is there a hook for this? I that's think that correct. should be it. Um, that's thrown me through a loop. Uh, I'll call you Andrew. 
That's thrown me through a loop. Yeah, truly. yeah. I mean, like, look, I, I know, I know we're close, and um, yeah, goddamn. Um, I'll talk on the question, which was something. Why is the Brisbane scene so good, so influential, and why is does it destroy every other scene in the world? Um, it doesn't. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't, guys. <laughs> I think that was the question. Same before. We we're all doing great. We're all building at our own rate. No one's beating anyone. Uh, people, there are. I, I'm going to bring that back in. People are beating people, but, yeah, in a bad way. Um, bleep that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I feel like the question I'd want to do is just speaking to like mm. the idiosyncrasies of the Brisbane mm. scene, and yeah, I guess. Uh, why there's a lot of very unique and individual concepts and music that yeah. comes out of that scene. Because mm. I my first connection, sorry to cut you off, um, is the um, yeah. Jonathan Diamond and uh, yep. Ken Eddy. Yeah, what was that group? Artis, artis, uh, uh, yeah, Artisans artis Collective work, workshop. Yeah, yeah. So I was a young, you know, I was a young student at the uni, and they came to Adelaide yep. Uni. It was like, yeah, what is this? Yeah, no it's one, truly, no one plays like this. <laughs> Um, and then seeing your your dude. trio, is it do? You know, like dude, like, dude, dude. dude. You yeah. never get that you the you yeah. in the right spot. <laughs> dude, dude, dude. Same thing. <laughs> Thank it's like, you. Wow, amazing Thank you music. So um, where does this come from? I yeah. I genuinely yeah. think because it's it's something that comes up a bit. Uh, I think it's uh, largely related to kind of the space, the 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 space that we have in Brisbane, um, culturally. And and there's a, there's a mm-hmm. it's coming the sentence is here it's the um we have the luxury to be able to explore here and we have the luxury to fail here without any like major repercussions um in it yeah C- can I jump in on that like wh- why indifference to like what 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 gives you the luxury in brisbane compared to mm. melbourne or, Adelaide uh, or i think it's scene size so obviously uh i don't know about adelaide i imagine mm. adelaide might have a similar thing going on um but um I, I look i can't speak authoritatively on it i i don't feel it does though not in that same um, I see. I see the Brisbane scene kind of fearless yeah. in what you're talking mm. about, uh, unafraid of failing. Yeah. Well, fail. It's not really failing. Yeah. If we're yeah, if, if we're doing trying, it, we're not yeah, failing. Yeah. For it, it's right. um. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. a big part of it comes from scene size. Um, you know, uh, we yep. we like to be and we have to be supportive of each other. I think, regardless of where we're at, um, because mm. you need all all scenes have like a big uh, ecosystem of different genres, different styles. Um, but so say in a bigger city, you know, in a much bigger city, you could be, you know, the reggae guy and you're just, you could easily fall into this kind of uh, lane of being the reggae guy and you'll never know what it is to be, yeah. you know, the jazz guy or a pre- improv, you know, you like you, you become, you have the option to just lock in and do your thing. But in Brisbane, uh, I think you're forced to have kind of a breadth of experiences through genre, and and I think uh, when you do make more, when we're talking about the improv scene, 
in general that comes through like the breadth of genre means that the the music doesn't fall into that place of oh this this kind of improvised music you know it's like there's one band that does that kind of improvised music and yeah. then there's another kind of group of people doing you know this kind of improvised music it's it's across the board varied yeah it's across the board varied and there's one other point that makes Brisbane really badass I swear um but I'm losing it <laughs> it's in the fog and it's gone it's just the heat the he- look, everybody's brain the heat yeah <laughs> I, I I sort of have one, uh, it's not even a theory, it's just a, a sort of an inkling of an idea that, you know, like Victoria is regarded as a fairly progressive, you know, place. And Queensland has a history through some some politicians who won't be mentioned um, of not being overly progressive. Do you, do you feel that you kind of work harder to stamp stamp your, or make your mark? As a create, as a progressive creative musician, because of that, do you feel like you have to I kind think, of push a bit harder? I don't know if it's directly related to whoever's in office, but I think uh, when you decide to do something like you know when you start something like Made Now, uh, if you're in Brisbane, you're you're mentally locking in, like it's kind of like oh if we're gonna if we're gonna start something and it's gonna be quote unquote counterculture, which I don't think we are so much but if it's going to be counterculture yeah um you kind of have to be prepared for it to last otherwise it's more just a flash in the pan it's gone flash and it's gone and then what's left is mediocrity is not the word but uh but (laughs) no um but that's what was said bleep it out um (laughs) but yeah yeah (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> dis- yeah, dispirited maybe just, um, creation or something. I don't know. University jazz. There's a lot of university jazz up here. You know? Um, but yeah, yeah sorry. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the other theory yeah. that came to mind was that we had, we had a very strong, um, like, older generation uh we, we i think we've had a really strong older generation of experimentalists um that kind of really paved a way for the younger generation to kind of take the risks and all this and for whatever reason yeah. may, maybe our our kind of more straight up music wasn't represented as heavily um that when i was growing up i'm talking about uh you know for, from my experience I don't remember going, oh man, I remember seeing some like burning hard bop players or whatever. I don't ever remember that, but I remember seeing like ridiculous mm. improvisers. And I think maybe that's, um, that's kind of added to, yeah. to the culture is that the thing that you saw was, was fearless, uh, improvised music. It was the artisan workshop crew. Yeah. 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 So it's quite normal to, to see a music that was kind of, you know, undefinable yeah. in a sense. Yeah, exactly. Just being what it is. Yeah, it's what, what yeah. you see is and what And we you saw can, it only in DIY settings because yeah. we only have, you know, X yep. amount of spaces for quote-unquote creative music to exist up here. Well, we did. Um, so you... Yeah, has that changed a bit? Is there is there more space in uh, Brisbane? Yeah, I would say so. There's 
I mean, there's still not heaps, mm. which is, you know, when, when I do come down to Melbourne, which let's be real, it's been twice. Um, <laughs> when I when I do come to Melbourne and you're like, yeah, we're playing at this <laughs> thing. And it's, you know, the back room at a library. You're like, man, how did how did these people hustle this gig to get it back in, in the back room of the library? Things like this. Um, we don't We don't have that kind of yeah. spread yet, but there definitely are spaces that are willing to commit to taking risks you know less less focus on making bottom right. dollar more focus on community building yeah that's right yeah yeah it's a it's a strong yeah, yeah. yeah the the community seems strong at the moment like when made now started uh the only other kind of creative initiative that really comes to mind was dots and loops and even if you look at dots and loops from where they were to where they are now it's like night and day you know they just grew and grew and grew um and they're doing some really cool things but yeah there was there was not a lot of things going on and now there's you know we have at least kind of four regular uh initiatives running there's like artist catharsis uh the cave in are doing really cool shows made now's doing shows uh dots and loops still doing shows and then there's still kind of the older I forget what that word is. I don't, I don't want to keep. I don't want to keep saying older generation. There's a cooler word where it's like the ones you look up to. You know, the okay. <laughs> don't look at me because I'm older. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know all the words. Yeah. No, nah, you used yeah. a great word before. You're so. a wordsmith, Ronnie. <laughs> I can't even remember what it was. Um, kind of yeah. But yeah, yeah. you're the um, people that you know that we all yeah. learnt off or saw growing up. They're still doing really amazing things but it's yes yeah yeah established artists yeah that's a bo- that's a boring term i feel like yeah. uh, a, a certain jazz nice would, would call them legacy artists Leg- Whoa. <laughs> yeah which i hate yeah. but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah please don't use that yeah. yeah yeah that has to go as well that's a bleeper that one yeah. hey brody can you can you talk a bit about the music you'll play yes um, when um you come to melbourne yeah your piece, you're playing yeah, your we piece, are wattle uh wattle is a yeah, it's a big undertaking. It's a ten piece. Uh, is that right? Ish, ten piece ish. Um, of yeah, four brass, three saxophones, bass, drums, guitar. Um, this piece originally started as kind of an experiment in expanding upon the kind of language that I was looking at with Doot, which is uh my trio with. Andrew Saragossi, he's uh, also in the podcast, and Tristan Rogers on trumpet, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> and not in the podcast. He not should, he'll podcast. get his own episode. Just, just in case, um, not yet. He should because he's one of the god goddamn best trumpet players <laughs> sure. and musicians yeah. Yeah. in the world. Um, but yeah, the so there's a experimenting with that language of dude, which is uh, quite you know, it's a bit more reserved is kind of the word, but it's reserved and um, explorative in terms of techniques that our wind, in, that like our wind power and instruments can do. Um, and then on the flip side, not the flip side, they're all the same thing. Um, all music is the same thing. But uh, uh, it was uh, also trying to expand on the work that I've been doing with my other trio, which is uh, Connor Perkins and Charlie Hill, and that's uh, trombone, bass, and drums. And that trio is more still improvised music, but focused. Uh, focus more in the realm of it's it's okay if we fall into jazz 
essentially. Like I, I missed I missed playing jazz music because yep. all I I all I did for a long time was do quite experimental music, and then so that trio kind of came together and we went, yeah, let's just start playing. And I think because of the uh, instrumentation, it it just fell into like, oh, I think we want to play swing right now, and. A lot of the time in improvising, as we <laughs> might know, you might be afraid to just fall into it, but this trio uh, isn't. Because, like we mentioned before, we're fearless up here in Brisbane. Um, but yeah, the um, yeah. and then the yeah. so the the start of Waddle, the impetus of Waddle was trying to combine those two bands and then expand them for a larger ensemble. And if I'm really honest with myself, and we all must be at all times, um, it didn't work. It it isn't an. Ex- it, I don't. Be- I don't truly believe in ex- it's an expansion on those groups. It's really just a large ensemble that I have written, which I guess in a way can be an expansion on those groups because I write music mm. for both of them. But um, yeah, it's a it's a really special piece for me because I used to write a fair amount of large ensemble all through my university days, and before that, I was writing for big bands. And then larger jazz groups, and then as it grew, you know, strings with brass, and you know, I, I like uh, I used to write a lot, I used to compose a lot, and then someone told me that we could just make it up on the spot. Am I right, gang? Uh, and that ruined um, that ruined me for years <laughs> because now I can't read music. Um, but but yeah, Waddle um, <laughs> was like, okay, I you know I miss hearing large groups a lot of you know this is no shade on any musicians especially those in the podcast but i'm seeing a lot of electronic music at this point um (laughs) or acoustic instruments being uh, expanded with electronics again no shade to anyone in this current podcast um (laughs) but um but you know i like i really like acoustic music and in an ideal world i'd never have to deal with amplification again it would just be uh, acoustic instruments and you know it felt like oh, it's been a while since I've heard at least in Brisbane it's been a while since I've heard a large group uh, acoustic music but you know in an ex- uh, in a quote unquote expansive way um, so that was that was the intention yeah I, I saw the piece that when you have you played it since the first I saw the first mm. the premiere no no it'll be that and it'll be again in Melbourne and then surely that's enough times <laughs> people want to hear that well, i don't want to take over the conversation but you know i do um but i just thought the writing was it was it was it kind of to me that the textures that the writer the writing seemed to be focused on the texture and it was all this beautiful detail um and yet the, and then it felt like the players were free to then improvise but yeah that's what yep. i loved about the writing often when things are written it's it's you know, people write stuff for people to play. I didn't feel you did that. I thought you wrote stuff yeah. to hear something. And then from that, the musicians can play what they want. So I, I just thought I loved it. I loved the way you just get this beautiful minutiae, this detail going on. So beautiful to listen Damn. to. And then I feel like the musicians get inspired by that and play in a particular way.
Yeah. Yeah, that is right. And thank you. That's very lovely words. And I don't take compliments well. So thanks, Ronnie. <laughs> um, but uh, I think I I think uh, I can attribute that, uh, at least in part, to Filtra Law. Oh, who right. He's um, his close friend, uh, very close friend. And uh, we had him over here in April. Uh, la, not this year. Whatever. The, well, I, don't, I don't know what year we're in. 23, 22, maybe it must have been 22, yeah, um, doing his year. music, um, yes, for Collective Autonomy, which is a kind of concept that he's kind of coined, uh, a term that he's coined, that it kind of is, it, it is what it says. It's uh, a way, it's a way that he writes music to try and still be prescriptive and still have a role of the composer, but give enough uh, autonomy to the musicians to still have their own input. Right. And, you know, I've been writing music that is that, I believe that is that, um, for a little bit, but it's nice to have the term collective autonomy. Yeah. It's uh, it's getting your music still there, but not, you know, hammering the musicians with instructions. Like, you still want them to have a voice because we all have a voice. It's It's almost... <laughs> God, somebody stop me on this. <laughs> but it's almost uh, like... It's almost like, uh, you know, music, uh, life and music bleed into each other. Wow. You know, yeah. if you're trying to, <laughs> if you're trying to work as a collective, um, and if your goal is for everyone to kind of, you know, uh, feel confidence in themselves and bring that to the table. I mean, if that's what you're doing outside of making music, you'd hope that the music would be reflective of that yeah. also. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I think the, um, with improvisers, you will often get a better result if you let them make the choice in the moment. And thanks uh, to our sponsors. That was fantastic. <laughs> look after the sponsors. <laughs> Got to look after the sponsors. Yeah. Is Cross Street our sponsor? Um, basically, yeah. Yeah, they Cross Street well is, is yeah. one of our sponsors. <laughs> nice. Yep. Yep. No, yeah, if we're diving straight back in, Brody, no. I'd love to hear what and if there are any plans for um made now next year, if there's anything in the in the works, what's what's planned? Ooh. Yes. There are always plans. If you know. Yeah, yeah. Maybe but, it's embargo at this point, who knows. Uh, not legally because <laughs> you know, who uh, we're not we're not yes. yeah, we're not big enough for contracts. Um, yeah, well, <laughs> but but there are there are launches coming. The this mm-hmm. December ninth is the last launch of this year, with his uh, which has been called it's called Gar, I believe is the name. It's um, now called Gar. Yeah, Gar, which is uh, Dylan Vandersheef is how you pronounce Dylan's last name. Uh, Peggy Lee, Andy Do, and not how you pronounce it, but good, isn't it? How do I pronounce we'll, Dylan's we'll last name? We'll fix that in Sca- scafe. Oh, damn. Bleep it. <laughs> Goddamn bleep it. <laughs> um, yeah, you know Dylan. Uh, drummer Dylan. Um, there's drummer Andy, saxophone Andrew, and cellist Peggy. Vanderskeef? Skyfe? How did you say it? Vanderskeef. Skafe. Oh, no one's going to do that. No one does do it. I, no. don't, I don't do it. No. I know him as Dylan. I try really hard. Yeah. yeah Dylan, Dylan will work. Dylan's good. Um... As for next year, there are there are a few albums in the works. 
some when I say some all that I'm really excited for because I think we're in that that kind of time of Maiden Owl's journey where kind of every every album is exciting to me you know mm. I, I think that yeah. that's always been the rule because it's free work um uh so you have to be really invested in the music and the people otherwise why would i do why would any of us do what we're doing if we're not yeah, invested absolutely. deeply yeah. um but yeah i've got some big plans for uh the next brisbane jazz festival that'll happen i kind of want to like you know i kind of want to collaborate with them to kind of make something um just uh, just larger in scale because I think that's interesting a bit. A lot of, a lot of if not all local scenes are you know based on, on little events, uh, small events, DIY events, um, which is the beautiful part. Like that's the, that's the thing I like. But I think every now and then it's good to throw in just a, for want of a better word, throw in a fucking bomb and just go boom. Yeah, yeah. Here's like, you know, uh, in a dream world I'd like to get Phil back over, um. Because he lives in Filtra Law, lives in Japan, and again that work was really beautiful. And I think more people need to hear it. And um, he's got he's got works that are you know essentially they they grow from kind of odd chamber groups all the way up to kind of chamber orchestras. And it's like, well, shit, how do I make that happen? How do I get a yeah. chamber orchestra um, on a bill? And then even mm. um, just today, I met with my old. Yeah, my old music teacher turned best friend, turned worst enemy, turned uh, <laughs> mentor again. Uh, ben Marks. None of that's true except that he was my teacher, um, and he's got <laughs> he he does really, really interesting works um, uh, for like large scale outdoor events. In you know, in like large door uh, pieces, you know. Um, and he's cooking there there's no there's no solid plan yet but that's something that if we can really get that off the ground that's going to be something really exciting that'll happen next year um, so so but, what's the difference is in in the outdoor event so you is it like large scale also size like you occupy a bigger space yes yeah so the, like a significantly bigger space yes yeah so ben's events uh ben's pieces that he he wrote uh he wrote a bunch of them called Circular Ruins for his DMA a couple of years ago. Must have been must have been pre COVID that he did them. Um but they yeah, they're like um kind of the first one was at South Bank, uh in Brisbane here, you know, right near the con. Yep. And it's yep. been it's been a good, you know, from Quebec to the Piazza and then across the river. So geologically yeah, right. ge- geographically they are large. Um yep. with, you know, a horn ensemble and a trombone ensemble and all these things. Um, yeah. And yeah, so it is, it's, it's kind of you, all of them have been different, but I think it's kind of, you move through, you know, it's almost like a hike. You kind of, you move through the space and events happen, but they're all interconnected. Oh, cool. It's very, that's great. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's super cool. I, I don't know if you can check out circular ruins anywhere. Because it's research stuff. I don't know if that stuff ever gets kind of yeah, published right. outside, but goddamn, it was it was a special special works, and so hopefully that can happen. Right. Um, outside of that, you know, 
um, I'm pretty tired uh, in general. <laughs> and my goal this year was to kind of cut back, um, cut back on at least shows. And originally it was, okay, we're going to do four shows, uh, one per season, and that's going to be great. That's all that we need. And it blew out again to like eight plus or something like this. One of them being this mini festival oh, right. that's coming up. So I think I'm going to try, yeah, I'm going to try and um, just be more conscientious of that. And when we do do things, um, as all, I mean, it's always the case, but it's, you know, come to it with intent and maybe just a little bit more care for, maybe this is the one thing you, you should get selfish on is uh, making sure you're not burning out. Yeah, 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 totally. Well, yeah. yeah, I know it's it's funny. Just when you said, you know, the goal is to do less. It's, mm. it's we all get that. Yeah, yeah. The goal is to do less. Like you know, I think in in many worlds that doesn't make sense. Mm. <laughs> yeah, you know? but yeah, the goal is to achieve something. Yeah, to do less. Yeah, but like you say, to achieve better. Yeah, you know, it's that less or is to... less is more for sure.
I've got another question, not to perhaps wrap things up, but as uh, maybe you heard Maximum Anything number one, there was a huge basketball game yeah. that happened. Um, <laughs> yeah. And this one, December 9th, is going to be even bigger, yeah. right? Yeah. And yeah. More people. How are you at basketball? What's what's your skill level? Oh, <laughs> big dog questions coming out. Uh, I'm... Yeah. <laughs> And who are you bringing? Uh, who do we need yeah, to watch out yeah. for? Yeah, yeah. How I, you, look, I'm short. Uh, uh, you know, the internet would call me a short king. I would just say <laughs> um, I'm just short, uh, and so I'm not. And I'm not particularly athletic. Uh, I don't know if the recording's picked it up, but I feel like I've been breathing so heavily into this mic. Like, there's another question. So, uh, well, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna throw down hard. I mean, I'll throw down because. <laughs> You know, good. I I ain't no chicken. I ain't no chicken shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, good, but yeah, definitely, definitely not um, a ball sports guy. And um, <laughs> I wasn't. Uh, I don't think I'm particularly, weirdly, not particularly a team sports guy. Um, okay. Yeah, but I don't mind losing, so I'll just be on that team. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's good. Yeah. Uh, you haven't asked about cat. Yeah. Um, so there's another half of Made Now Music, um, uh, Catalan McAllister. Oh. She is she is not just um, the best of humanity wrapped in one person, but uh, she's also my wife. So that's a pretty good deal for me. Terrible for her, um, but great <laughs> deal for me. She's the other half of Made Now. And has she started community basketball? Yes, she has. She's got a oh, she's got a fucking yeah, missile for an arm. She just wow, done. Oh, shit. I'm talking. She can throw from the three the the three point line. That's what they call it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Throw yeah. throws from the three. You don't even hear it switch. You just know it. you get ah. just in. <laughs> oh dear. So oh, so okay. you got you got cat to deal with. Um, oh. All right. And I did okay. see a everything. yeah. I, I saw a post game photo of Ronnie posted um for maximum anything. Um I, I think I think you gotta watch out is what I'm saying, Ronnie. Ronnie in particular has <laughs> okay. to watch out. Yeah. I'm yeah. hearing you. I'm yeah. hearing you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, well, yeah so okay. we are gonna be training. We are we'll we yeah, we be training. That. Okay. We yeah, we're to back train. to the training. Yeah. Cat yeah. also has she's one of the she's a great MC when we were there with Lions Paw. Yes. She had this great rave and then it was well, enough about me. He's a really cool band. Yeah. It was wonderful. Yeah, yeah. It was just so great. It was so anti-show business, but so show business. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She is, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a, she's a school teacher, and she's one of those people that were, yeah, just born, born to be in front of people. And, you know, that ended up manifesting in being a teacher, so she's in front of wily kids all the time testing out material but uh when you finally yeah. get her in front of you know adoring adults ready to hear some goddamn music she's gonna shine you know she's great yeah shine. yeah 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 she's a sicko so shout out catalan again i don't know who this uh who the who we're kind of pitching this podcast to in terms of listeners but it's just for our pleasure. Yeah, yeah. it's not important. Yeah. Just to I like the it. first Maximum Anything show. It's literally just for us. We just get to experience the things yeah, that we like yeah. Yeah, on a love. Sunday afternoon. And we just get to, you know, chat but everyone's to our invited. Friends. Yeah. Everyone and anyone's invited. I <laughs> love that. That's, you know, that's the whole... That's that's why we should do anything also, is just doing cool shit for cool yeah. sake, for 
cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah. Cool, cool. yeah, yeah. Shout out OK Productions. You got to slip that one in there. <laughs> Speaking of OK Productions, um, we are p- doing something on the day after this show. OK Productions sure. is doing something? Yeah. What do you mean? Was that serious? So OK Pro- Yeah. <laughs> Great. <laughs> um, OK Productions is... Um, uh, a multimedia conglomerate started by by Brody, uh, which encapsulates a lot of the the Brisbane scene. Um, and we we do lots of uh, cool raps and uh, oh wow, um, make funny videos and things like that. It's funny um, to us. It's supposed to be secretive, so obviously I'm just like you know it's all gone now. But... Let it let it out. And there is an event. Is this well, a public event? Or... We're actually going to do. A, I don't. Know, we haven't talked spoke, spoken about it, but I already mentioned it to Pat. That we're gonna do a show at um, Pat Jaffe's Christmas gig, which is oh, the okay. day after at Cross Street. Mm. Right. Well, we could we could make this a thing if people know about if people get this far in the podcast, <laughs> and they know that you're gonna do a thing. We can give them like a record or something like that. Well, the the good thing sure. like this is a Christmas gig that came up, and we have like an OK Productions Christmas album that we made in Maastricht when I was living in Europe. Which is actually like it's genius. I think mm. it's like four tracks, but it it's like a Christmas story about the elves rising up against Santa. Fantastic! Wow. And yeah. they've been like corrupted by the Grinch. Um, <laughs> this exists, and it's it's yeah. like this rap album. That, yeah. Okay. Oh wow! And, and we'll be performing it live. It. Yeah, you've never released it. No. Wow. We've been sitting on it for a. You Why know, not? Like four that, years. I mean, now's the time. Yeah. Right? Now, Brody's thinking basketball Christmas. doesn't look so bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll play basketball. I'll just do basketball. And I'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we we can do it all. Why not? That's uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, basketball does. Look like, good. I'm excited about this Max Anything show, but like this but OK Productions thing is going to be fire. <laughs> <out>. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That is a walk out the whole weekend. Is what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. It's a big double. It's a big, it's a big double, big double. Huge yeah. yeah, all across street, all across street. You got to get the most out of these Brisbane arts while we're down here, you know. The for sure, bleed them dry. For sure, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, yeah. Cool. We um, speaking of bled dry, <laughs> we've got plenty we could talk about, but I reckon we might need to wrap it up. Yeah, I reckon. Yep. Um, yeah. Thanks so much, Brody. We're yeah, really looking you, forward to the 9th of December. And now the tenth of December. And now the tenth, yeah. Um, yeah, it's gonna be yeah. great. Yeah. No, thank you for having me. Um, pod- Thanks for being our guest. Pod- yeah. Podcasts are a wild medium, and yep. I'm glad yeah. you guys are diving in on it. Um, thanks for having thanks yeah, for having me on it as your first guest, maybe the last guest. No one knows how anything <laughs> goes, you know. No, that's right. That's a true. run of one is still a run. That's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs>